Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I'm Ray from the House of Zod. And we're here. Uh, we're going to be going to 1978 soon. Yes. You know, we have a lot to say about that year. A lot of things happened that year. Um, Plenty. I, I opened the, the DC encyclopedia, the oh. Superman encyclopedia. I did a bit of research. Nice. Uh, to give some context into the time. Um, but yeah, so first things first, Superman news. I don't know. I don't care. Uh, I mean, I do care, but, you know, I don't care enough to like have looked up if there was any Superman news. Uh, oh, well, there, yeah. there was an interview with Henry Cavill. Yeah, he was again saying the cape's still in the closet, and he still wants to play Superman. And he says he's frustrated that hasn't been a follow up to the Man of Steel. Yeah, uh, I mean, this is a bit of old. I mean, repetitive news, though, isn't it, Connor? He's he said this before. It is. Yeah, it is, but it's notable because the fact okay. that he said it again. You okay. know what I mean? Because we'd all thought he'd give it up. Mm. And the other interesting thing is, he says that his reaction after killing Zod was not scripted. Oh, okay. Uh, right. Which is interesting. He oh, said he I think I read to... that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I read. Yeah. yeah. He wanted to show just like the despair at killing the last of his kind. He mm-hmm. said for him that created his no kill code. Um, yes. And there's been a lot of talk because he never, he only talked about Man of Steel. He didn't mention anything about the following movies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, for me, it's no secret. Like he's, he's, when, I remember when the, the Justice League, as it's now called, or the, Weed and Justice League Justice when that came League. out. Yeah. Cavill said he was happy with the movie because he got to play like a traditional Superman. Mm-hmm. And he, we know he's disagreed with certain decisions Zack Snyder's made about the character, but right. like, you know, not, not full on drama. They like, they literally settled it with push up contests. Um, oh, really? Which I reckon Henry Cavill lost. Um, but, oh, yeah. He's got uh, too, much, too much weight to, yeah, yeah I reckon. I didn't know yeah, Schneider Zach, was Zach, a... Zach has all that core, like, you know, okay. looks like he has very strong core strength. But, um, yeah, so uh, that's funny. That's obviously got people saying, oh, you know, we don't want Henry Cavill back because he doesn't believe in the Snyderverse or whatever. Oh. Um, and then there's other people saying. Anyway, that that was <laughs> that's the only news I'm aware of. Yes. Henry Cavill talking about how he wants to be Superman. Uh, cool interview. And he sort of talked about other stuff like The Witcher and all that. Um, but uh, I've also caught up on... Doom Patrol. It has DCU's finished season three. Oh, it's uh, season three already. Jeez Louise. Well, not really already. Two got uh, ended an episode early because of COVID. Oh, <laughs> so okay. Three only right. just finished recently, so it's been a while in the making. Okay. Um, and I mean, it was it was good. Yeah. But man, there was a couple of parts, especially in like the last few episodes, which are just like, ooh, like yeah, yeah, I could tell the showrunners, the guy who wrote probably some of the worst scenes of Supernatural. Like, oh, really? You know, it was just like, yeah, some of the writing in there was a really weird retcon with Cyborg. And I'm like, what? Oh. But uh, anyway, no spoilers, but um, it sounds okay, but I've been catching up on season two of Stargirl. And oh, oh, yeah, when I, I want to watch Stargirl. Jeez. That, um, that's been just as good as the first season. Oh, really? You know? Okay, that's, that's a shiny testament because the first season got a lot of, um, you know, applause. And yeah. It also moved to CW, which oh, was... I've heard about that as well, yeah. ...worried a lot of people, but um, it's not CW fired at all. <laughs> okay. Because it has the exact same people working on it. Uh-huh. So, you know, and that Luke Wilson's still in every episode. He's still, like, the other main character, so mm-hmm. they can still afford him. Okay. Um, so it's, it's great. And the villain is different. It's okay. a different type of villain, but it's still really good. Uh, it's really cool to see Equipso, you know? Oh, um, nice. It's a 
people who, whoever, if people know who Eclipso is, he's a very heavy hitter. Uh, so nice aesthetic as well. So interesting aesthetic. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's different, isn't it? So yeah, it is different. I, I don't totally jive with it though. Oh, okay. Um, be honest, but I, I think it's, just, it's a really cool character, though. Yeah, um, is this the one he's got like the jester hat, doesn't it, or the peasant hat? Is that am I he's thinking like that purple and yellow? Yeah, but he's got yeah, yeah. a little, a little um, smurf hat on or something. Yeah, it's, it's got a weird thing going yeah, on. Yeah, cool. <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, no. So Star season two has been very, very good. Yes. Okay, all of this yeah. is available. I've got binge Connor, which is. It's got all the DC shows. Oh. I really should be getting to. It's got like you know Swamp Thing as well and um, Doom Patrol and. So I, I think you like Star Girl. No, no excuse. Yeah, I, I'd I'd like to watch it, and I still got to bloody watch Swamp Thing as well. So and Doom Patrol, and, uh, bloody hell. You know, Star Girl has Solomon Grundy in it as well. Oh, which is, uh, does he look know, like? In... Yeah. And the Spectre got a reference. Oh, this episode. Um, yeah, baby. You know, but yeah. So, you know, Stargirl's great. Uh, one episode I watched wasn't great, but that's like one episode out of ten okay. that I put up so yeah, far. So, fair enough. You know. Yeah. Cool. And um, so, do we want to fly back to 1978? Oh, we should. Did, hang on. Did you did you say what else happened, like, in this this year? Or well, we're gonna... that's, well, I mean, I have to get there first. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Let's, let's yeah. do that first. All right. <laughs> All right. Up. Up. Up, up, bend away. away. Hey everyone, this is Brian, the host of Inner Demons, the Ghost Rider podcast. And since 2017, Inner Demons has been the best place on the web for news, reviews, and regular discussion with our listeners about Marvel's Spirit of Vengeance, Ghost Rider. You can find us on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast catchers, as well as on Twitter, at InnerDemonsGR. Remember, listening to your Inner Demons is not always a bad thing. Ride on. Right, so here we are in 1978. Mm. It's all grungy. <laughs> you know, grungy New York-looking metropolis. Yep. Uh, and uh, so we're covering Superman 320. So I guess we'll go through the cover and then I'll sort of talk about the, mm-hmm. the time. So we have Superman on top of... Um, what do you call those things again? Oh, is that a cable car or something? Cable car. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Solomon Grundy's stolen his cape. Uh, he's, <laughs> you know, sort of flying off with it and Superman's like... You know, Solomon Grundy stole my cape, but why? Yeah. Uh, great. It's a Krypton. Yeah. So, uh... Pretty cool. I believe this... Uh, oh, yeah, the cable car's full of people mm-hmm. as well. Yes, looking on in horror. Yeah, it's a crazy situation. So let me just get these credits up. I believe the covers are Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, though. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, great, great. Um, I mean, always good, well-drawn... By, uh, yeah, Garcia Lopez. Um, so yeah, 
Yeah, and uh, he did it the cover with Bob Oscar mm-hmm. as well. Oh, oh Oscar, sorry. And the, the story is called The Absolute Power Play of the Parasite. So you have the writer is Marty Pascal, uh, Martin Pascal. I always pronounce it Pascal, but I don't know if that's right. Wow. Penciler is Kurt Swan. Inker is Frank Chiaramonte. Colorist is Jerry Serpe. And letterer is Ben Oda. Editor is Julie Schwartz and mm-hmm. E. Nelson Bridwell. Uh, so Martin Pascal recently uh, passed away in 2020. Oh, jeez. Uh, he worked on a lot of Superman stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did. He did this run, and you know, he, he did a bunch of DC stuff. He started. So uh, one of the things that started in 1978 was DC Comics Presents. Uh, awesome. Believe, yeah, it's great. Uh, I believe number one hit in December. Okay, and, so very new at this stage. Yes. So he and the the first issue was with the Flash. Nice. So he launched that with who did he launch it with? Um, Ah, Jose Luis Garcia oh. Lopez, yeah. And uh, he also created the Atomic Skull with Kurt Swan. Uh, Kurt Swan needs no introduction, you know. Mm. Probably the most famous Superman artist. Uh, and he also, uh, they also created the Master Jailer, which I believe is, a, you know, Adam's a big fan of Master Jailer. Do you know yeah. this Master Jailer person? I don't. No, okay. I I'm, do not. I'm hoping it's G-A-O-L-E-R. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Just thought it was uh, Australian. I thought it would have. Yeah. <laughs> but February 1978, yep. something happened that changed the world. <laughs> yes. Cataclysm, That's as it, it were. Yeah. Uh, Me? When the Phantom Zone gave birth. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it spewed out with some sputum. Um, yeah, wearing a big culture hat. <laughs> I mean, so listeners, that that's that was pretty much the premise of why I I chose this. Um, just a little bit of fun. I mean, because there's so much to choose from, Connor, and and we did. I mean, not to say that I had, I had to go back uh, to the 70s, but you know, having done recently modernish issues uh, yeah. from our previous episodes, I thought it'd be fun to to jump back a little. Uh, but you know. What was the motivation to to pick a particular? So I thought, well, I'll just pick my my birth month and my birth year. So, nineteen seventy eight. Yep. It is, and um, so this came out as 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 I came out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and uh, two other things happened mm. in nineteen seventy eight. Oh, a month after this, or so a month after you were born, mm-hmm. Superman versus Muhammad Ali came out. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Uh, which is really good. And also Superman... Actually, DC Comics Presents might have come out in August, actually, now that I think about it. August? It was the, in the latter. The the year prior? Oh, you mean... Up? Of 78. Oh, okay. So it was the same year, it was just the latter half of that year. And then I... Because I think Superman the movie was December. Hmm. Because that, that obviously came out in 78. That's like the most well-known yep. Superman thing from that year. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was August with The Flash. Oh, okay. But still, I mean, that's and great. Jeez. This is also the year of the DC implosion, where they lost a bunch of books. Oh. So they, they had new books of Firestorm and everything, and then uh, they had to cancel a whole bunch of books because the implosion, which, you know, resulted in a bunch of things like paper shortages, factories shutting down and stuff, and just a whole mix of bad things happened, and DC had to cancel a bunch of their lines. So, so. so sorry, what this implosion... So there was a paper shortage, which... which... 
got them to stop their series? Like, yeah, so look, there was a few reasons. Um, I'll get up. I'll get up the page now because it has the info on it. So, um, but remember, it was like a you know not a not a good event for right. them. Wow. Uh, Sounds kind of like as as ominous as you know the nineties when comics went bust. It sounds something akin to that. Well, they basically said like it should have been a DC explosion because of Superman the movie hype. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, oh yeah, but, cash uh, in on cash in on that kind of hype. Yeah. And then the next year there was still aftershocks being felt, and then you hit the eighties. Oh, wow, which is when they changed things up a bit. But yeah, so. Um, so basically, uh, the DC implosion was decreasing sales, increasing of printer costs caused by the recession, horrific oh. winters on the East Coast affected distribution to the point where 31 titles had to be terminated Wow! by the year's end. So characters like Firestorm and Nuclear Man, you know, had to get cancelled, really. Um, Sucks if you're a Firestorm fan, eh? Yeah, but, you know, they got to come back later. And, uh, yeah. you know, if anyone does isn't familiar with Firestorm, he's actually really cool. Uh, yeah, so... I, I don't know him other than his affiliation with Fire. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not even Fire. Like, it's, Oh, isn't it? It's like uh, radiation or something. Oh. But his professor, like, he's, he's, like, merged with his physics professor or something. Yeah, um, I saw him in the Flash TV show. Butchering it horribly, but every whenever I've seen him, he's been really cool. Okay. So he's a character that you just look at him, and he's like, oh, he's a sea lister, but when you, he's like actually really cool. Oh, so, okay. Um, but yeah, that was the year. So I guess we'll go on to the issue now. Mm. So this is part two of, I think, a three-part arc. Now, yep. we could have stopped and then the whole arc or the first part, but I didn't. I didn't even read the previous issue because <laughs> I... I wanted to simulate if I just walked in yes. and grabbed this off the shelf, which was really common back then. Yes, exactly. That's one of the things as well. I mean, like we're so beholden to to arcs and trades now as well. We should be able to pick up an issue regardless yeah. of it being a one shot or in the middle, and still enjoy it and still, you know, rate it on its merits. Uh, so yeah, I agree yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, if it was if this was a newer issue. I wouldn't have done that, but like mm-hmm. since it's you know from the time where that was a thing, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, we start off with the whole thing. We're in the middle of like a showdown between Solomon Grundy and Superman, and Parasite has essentially created like a buffed up version of Solomon Grundy to fight Superman yeah. with this artifact he's gotten from somewhere. <laughs> yes, exactly. the prism of uh, something. Yeah, it's some sort of jewel. Um, yeah, power prism. Yes. Now, right off the bat, Connor, and I mentioned this just before we started recording, uh, immediately, because I knew Parasite was in this, right? So, um, yeah. but immediately subverted my expectations with the look of Parasite. I was expecting, you know, the Grant Morrison all-star, um, yeah. kind of grotesque looking. He, yeah, he's, he's really just a purple man in, in green tights, right? Green yeah. undies. Yeah, he's just a purple dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's still... He's still a cool character because he's like, you know, like he still has the same powers. Yeah. Um, But I guess the difference is like, uh, 
like he looks less monstrous, but like he also the Grant Morrison parasite, for instance, is more mindless. Yep. You know, this this parasite. And like most most incarnations of parasite that I've read uh like they retain their intelligence. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because he yeah. seems rather calculating here. I mean, I'm not to say that yeah. he can't be, but he came across as if, yeah, a little bit more of a um, calculating villain. Where, whereas the fun, I think, of Parasite, that the little I've seen is, uh, it doesn't have to be mindless, but just the physicality. So uh, mm. he just doesn't have that here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, and we, we don't really see him do Parasite stuff no. either. He's got, like, a different plan this time, yeah. so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is a but, funny plan, but anyway, well... <laughs> it's a really cool fight, I thought. Um, the, You mean Solomon Grundy and Superman? Yeah, the thing yeah. going on with the cape and Superman using his super breath to, like, spring himself back up. Yeah, yeah, there was some... Like, because he's holding the cape, you yeah. know? And, uh, and what's it, he, he's, he drills himself into the ground. Mm. So, yeah, you see a lot of uh, display of Superman's powers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's um, because Grundy's like trying to strangle him with the cape. Yeah, but since the cape won't break and Grundy's holding on to it, Superman blows him away and his neck's strong enough not to break. So you know he yep. just springs back up. Um, yeah, and yeah, that when he's like spinning around into the ground, he digs himself into the ground, draws Grundy towards him, and then like does that punch. Yeah, you know I thought that was great. Yeah, um, it's it's kind of like a it's a really like a power move, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's just um... it's also really funny, like just coming into the middle of this. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this for is sure. our intro. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, I mean, one of the things I was thinking of straight away, and I don't know whether part one um, explains a bit more, but this this fascination with the cape that Grundy has, uh, I mean, it's on the yeah. cover as well, but it, it becomes a real focal point of at least this um, this fight uh, in this issue. So, Yeah. Yeah. So the whole thing that happened, it gives a bit of a recap. So Yes. You know, obviously, like, he just wants to go all dick butts on Superman. Like, you know, that's his motivation. Uh, mm. Parasite, that is. Uh, so, you know, he turned a beam from the prison onto Solomon Grundy to make him more powerful. More, Yeah, stronger, yeah. And I, I think it mentions later at the point that he created the Solomon Grundy as well. Like, he... Mm-hmm. Didn't he show, show him, like, a light on the sewers or something? Yes, yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, he, um, yeah. Whether that was, I can't remember whether that was like resurrecting Grundy or, because, yeah, or whether what he create actually creates him from nothing. I'm not too sure. Um, where it's all interacted with swampy residue left by the original Grundy. Yeah, so kind of like, in a way, a, a bit of both. Um, he resurrects the sludge and turns it into another Grundy. Um, yeah, yeah. But I found it really funny. Like in that little recap, um, the, I guess the the motivation or the strategy that Parasite has this time round to you know, undo Superman is everyone expects me to drain strength, but no one expects me to make people stronger. <laughs> that was Good the, God. Yeah, it's like, wow. I'd never um, suspect me. Yeah. You know, you're like this purple guy laughing maniacally on the roof. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, you know. Well, yeah, if he hit himself better. And actually, that's, that one's... Um, Raises a question. I don't think I asked Connor. Maybe I did before. Is he alien, or is this a result of science? What What is Parasite's kind of origin? It's generally like he gets exposed to all this stuff at a lab. Is generally uh, okay. what happens. Yeah, like I, it's basically the same origin, just with some different strokes each time. Like, oh, you know, 
Right. In Secret Origin, I think, like, he was, like, indirectly experimented on by Lex Luthor. Oh, okay. Or something, and he's, like, a janitor in Darkseid. Oh. The, no, a janitor in, um, like, Star Labs in, like, Man of Tomorrow, and I think in the new continuity as well. Okay. And he gets exposed to something, um... And I'm just... But, like, he's a jerk. Like, generally, like, he's a jerk. Which yeah. is why he's still a jerk when he's Parasite. Right. So, but the, the, they've gone more tragic sometimes, you know? Like, where okay. he's actually not a bad guy. And oh. he's turned into Parasite. Which I kind of prefer. But, I mean, there, there is something great about him just being a complete jerk from the start as well. And he's like, haha, now I can drain people, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, So... Yeah, yeah uh, this is the pre-crisis one. I've just opened Wikipedia, so mm-hmm. Raymond Maxwell Jensen. So not Rudy Jones in pre-crisis. Mm-hmm. Rudy Jones, person. I thought it was the same thing. Uh, so he was a lowlife who got a job as a plant worker for a research center. Wrongly believing that the company payrolls were hidden in storage containers, he opened one and was bombarded with energies from biohazard material, which is actually waste collected by Superman when he traveled into outer space, which transformed it into a purple-skinned parasitic entity, thus becoming the parasite. So that's funny. So he became the parasite because he was trying to steal from like, mm. the payroll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like it, it the, just yeah. kind of shows that he's a you know, immoral person already to begin with. So yeah. And if you go through payrolls, right, that's money that people still have to get, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So... Yeah, it just shows he's a real jerk from the start. Uh, but I like yeah. the way Kurt Swan like draws that close up of his face. There's like no eyes. Yeah, it's very, yeah. very very detailed as well. A very yeah um, particular look to him. It, almost a different style of art to say how he draws Superman or, or Solomon yeah. Grundy. Yeah. Yeah, and I like. So it looks like Superman's punched him into like. He's somehow gotten stuck in the middle of these two. Oh, I think that's hilarious. Yeah, we're talking about detail. Like... Yeah, we're talking about details of um, of the fight. So you know, Superman spinning around, punching him. <laughs> yeah, the the timing. What does it say here? Uh, coincidental, coincidental, extraordinarily coincidental bit of timing. And as the two cable cars kind of pass by each other, Grundy is kind of wedged in between them, which gives us the 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 cover of this issue, I guess in some yeah. way um but yeah it just very inventive i guess it's, it's something that you don't expect would happen yeah um and even to the fact where i love this bit where superman he explains later because he's got a second cape because uh, he's really wearing the other one but he actually dashes back to the the secret mm. closet of clark kent and he gets yeah his, which plays into this like yeah earth the this cape gimmick mm. Yes, exactly. Um, so yeah. again, it's like you want the cape. Well, you've got the the fake cape, I guess. Does he say that? That was non super cape. Yeah, the spare non super cape. So it's. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming it's not. Well, I'm assuming it's not indestructible then, which would beg the question: Wouldn't Solomon Grundy be able to just rip it apart? But yeah. I I was a bit lost here, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess, yeah. But I mean, he basically yeah. just ties up. I mean that that's we're towards the end of this this little endeavor. Like he he basically incapacitates Solomon Grundy, um, much to, I guess, the chagrin of the parasite. Before he goes off to to Mooney Island, which we again we kind of get a recap from Lois a bit later on. Yeah, yeah. 
So this is this is the first the previous issue is the first appearance of this. See how Silver and Bronze Age is Earth One and Gold Age is Earth Two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is the first appearance of Earth One Solomon Grundy. Oh. Not this issue, but the previous issue. Yes. So yeah. okay. Earth Two because. Solomon Grundy started off as a Green like an Alan Scott Green Lantern villain, the original Green Lantern in the forties. Right. So when this Solomon Grundy visited Earth One, he left behind some residual cells in the sewers, mm. and he's born when Parasite uses that uh, crystal. Mm. Yes. To hasten the growth of him. So it's this Solomon Grundy that becomes the Earth One Solomon Grundy, and apparently this version repeatedly plagues Superman for years yeah. uh, leading to the multiple Solomon Grundy encounter that I constantly mention as Superman being a murderer and horrible um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so that that's interesting that's really interesting yeah um, and yeah for those who don't know yeah, so originally he was a villain of Alan Scott the Green Lantern yep and he became kind of like a villain as we're seeing here for like superman and then like batman comes across him as well yeah uh, i'm actually f- jordan green lantern the flash i think i'm a fam- thing i'm familiar with him i think he was in the the arkham the batman game i think that's yeah. where I, I come across solomon grundy i think the first time i did so i actually thought he yeah. was a batman villain um to begin no with. and then we we covered that issue which was fun with by joshua williamson mm-hmm. which sort of told us like that like Every time Solomon Grundy came back or incarnated, he would, you know, he could have a different power set, mm-hmm. which is a kind of way to explain how he can, you know, fight Batman and Superman. Um, yeah. For you Grundy heads out there, though, I'm sure there's, um, you know, there was already an explanation. But, uh, yeah, he, he's named after the nursery rhyme, Solomon Grundy. Uh, nice. And he, he always quotes the nursery rhyme. <laughs> you know, Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday, christened on a Tuesday, oh, married that's... on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Took ill on Thursday, grew worse on Friday, died on Saturday, buried on Sunday. And, you know, then it has that was the end of Solomon Grundy. So, I mean, I just think he's a really cool character. I like him whenever he shows up. Like, this this kind of... Because he was, he was like a murder victim that got dumped in, like, a magic swamp. Sort of yeah. swamp, I think. Right. So, he, well, he wasn't like a... I think there's been some different versions, but the vibe I get is he wasn't a bad guy in life. Okay. Or even if he was, he's kind of like this sort of tragic character because... He just gets used a lot by, by villains, I guess. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. think Solomon Grundy wants to be Solomon Grundy, you know? Yeah, like yeah. He's... So it's kind of like, like a bit of a... He's <laughs> a bit of a, like, a, like a Swamp Thing man thing, then. Hmm. Yeah. Well, he has ties to them. I think maybe, like, he got dumped in... In one continuity, maybe he got dumped in, like, Swamp Thing Swamp or something. Okay. Well, he was there in Swamp Thing Swamp, so... Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's just Solomon Grundy. I didn't realise this was a... That's good. Uh, know, this is... Big moment in Solomon Grundy continuity. So. Yeah. I mean, um, the, the same can't be said for the mechanical octopus coming up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they had legs. No pun intended, yeah. but... Yeah, it's, uh, um, but, yeah, no, it's good. I mean, Solomon Grundy, Parasite, we're talking about, like, in today's standards, these are... And for any comic book fan, Superman fan, you know, they're, they're very familiar names. So it's very cool to, mm. to hear that, you know, this is one of the first appearances of him. Yeah. yeah. And, like, 
So Superman rescues this quote-unquote innocent bystander and then calls him, like, an old wino. It's like, what the hell is that? Where's he compassion, Superman, for the homeless? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, maybe... That was wh- weird. Like, well, I mean, I mean, look, maybe wino was bandied about just haphazardly back in the day in the 70s, you know? Yeah, Swinging 70s or whatever it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a swing 60s. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to call the 70s, that. Silly seventies. Um, I just, I just envisioned you, you're talking about like New York, like the city. I'm just envisaging, um, you know, a lot of cigarette butts everywhere. Just because you know, it's all those restrictions are well, the lack of restrictions back in those days. Um, heady times, I guess. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, I'm just I'm trying to work out what's going on when you like wrap Solomon Grundy up with the cape. I think that's it. I mean, isn't that it? And then like and then we get a little jump into Parasite's little recap, as you mentioned, but then that's it. He's left him there. Um But why did he get another cape? Yeah, <laughs> why I, did he need two? Ah, <laughs> oh, I guess he couldn't fly he he needed needed to kind of keep the appearance up. <laughs> I didn't know, just uh Oh yeah. Maybe, his, yeah. Have his know. cape. Uh, maybe that's his favourite cape, but he he definitely says a a non super cape. So um, yeah, like it's uh... why so, does he yeah. trust him up with a non super cape or the super cape with the oh oh yeah picking uh, he doesn't say he could have. I mean, I'm assuming that he's trusted him up with the the super cape, and he's probably not wearing the. Uh, well, actually, well, that makes that makes, that makes actually cape. that makes sense later on. I don't know if this is exactly it, but. When he gets pinned, like his cape gets pinned to that water tower, the water cooler. Yeah. Because isn't it technically a an indestructible cape? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the harpoons couldn't have pierced it. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I remember that, actually. Um, but I don't know. Anyway, that, that's, I don't think they went to that detail. Um, I mean, that, that's how he beats Solomon Grundy, anyway. That yeah. He, he wraps him up with a cape. And... What about the people in the cable cars? <laughs> Just you know. well, there was only there was only the the wino. The... Oh yeah, okay, the wino. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. like the cover trying to say there was more people, but the there... cover was lying. That's so... it. Yeah, I mean that was <laughs> what I was thinking. But you're right. There was only yeah, nobody's on the tramway at this hour. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So you know, the... he's stuck, um, and like you know, Superman says he'll be stuck there because he'll be trying to figure out what just happened. <laughs> yeah. Actually, keep him occupied because he's dumb, I guess. Um, and then the parasite tells us how created mm-hmm. Solomon Grundy. Yeah, as he's this kind of imitation, um, which we kind of you know left behind by the original Grundy, and he created a new yeah. Solomon Grundy, and we kind of got into that just then. It's a bit of an um, odd, a bit of an odd place to put that little origin, but I guess they had to, they had, they wanted to tell, explain it again. But I guess they couldn't. They couldn't put too much in the start of the issue. Yeah, too yeah. much recap. Um, yeah, yeah, they definitely spread it out. But yeah, just yeah, it's a bit odd. Just like oh, but what of the parasite? And he's just kind of musing about how he created um, Solomon Grundy. Yeah, weird skeleton man, you know. Yeah. Um, so he goes to Mooney Island and he's uh, got an energy beam fired onto his cape. Uh, uh, then we go back to, yes. uh, you know, Galaxy Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. 
We have Lois and Perry talking, and we get a bit of info like. Um... See, look at this. I love it. Seventy-eight, and you saw it in. Sorry, Connor, and you saw it in the Superman yeah. movie as well. Typewriters everywhere. Mm. You know, <laughs> it's so cool. Um, really, a blast from the past, and tele- oh, and telephones like the old analog yeah. telephones. And so, the, like Lana, uh, Lana's come back to town recently. You know, Lois's old rival. They're always competing mm. over the affections of Superman. Um, so she's been working herself silly, you know, just to, to prove herself, I guess, because mm-hmm. uh, Lana's gotten like a good job as well. Um, yeah, like she's, she's a broadcaster. So I can't remember what, but um, yeah, apparently she uh, she mentioned she dumped Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Um, they were going out at some point. Uh, I kind of went back to when I think that happened, which was a bit before this issue, and like I think. You know, Clark proposes to her, and she's like, you know, I'll say yes if you tell me that you and Superman are the same person. Ah. And Clark goes, like, he goes, I can't or something, or I'm not. And then Lois is apparently convinced after that that Clark is not Superman. So oh. I was like, is that why you broke up with him? Like, it's pretty, you know, cold. Oh, fickle, uh, fickle. I wanted yeah. you to be Superman, she was thinking. Stuff used, she says. Um, you know, now she's like, uh, when I broke up with Clark, I thought I could get right back together with Superman. Well, Jesus Christ, Lois. Like, come <laughs> <laughs> on, you know. Uh, yeah, you don't deserve either one of them. <laughs> you, should, you should go with Lana, I think. Um, but, uh... I mean, Kurt Swan, like, I love I love the art in this as well. Like, you yeah. know, we're looking at, like, normal people now. Um, but he draws... Lois really well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Very classic. Everyone's drawn well. Yeah. Um, yeah, we get this weird octopus submarine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which is absolutely bonkers. Uh, no, actually, that is not the most bonkers bit. Um, so Superman goes to Mooney Island to tackle this, you know, mechanical beast. Even better, how he does it, <laughs> he gets that carousel... Um, from a nearby amusement park, and he he cuts out like sore teeth, like uh, you know, yeah. in in the side of it, and he makes it into like a circular saw, um, and then he flings. I thought it. this is awesome. <laughs> it, it is pretty um, it, awesomeness, and it's just absolute craziness. Like, so he hand he hand chops each tooth um, from the edge of it, and then he just hurls it at this this tentacled. Robot, or not robot, technical, uh, tentacle octopus. octopus. It's, it's a vehicle of transportation, isn't it? But it has a it has a logic to it though. Like if he mm. makes a saw, yeah, and he he's Superman, so he can throw it fast enough to cut through these things. If yeah. he just threw it as an ordinary carousel disc, it wouldn't have worked. No, no, know? no, it makes it no, absolutely. Uh, it, but it's it's so fantastical. I, I guess it's. It, um, yeah. But yeah, only Superman could really, really do that sort of stuff. Um, I mean, this is this is the kind of stuff I feel like Unchained was calling back to. You know, just these really crazy, super fast, like yeah. insane things that he could do back in the day. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, th- this is a little bit more cartoony than it like, is. You know, freezing yeah. the typhoon, but yeah. it's in a similar vein, I think. Yeah, um, and I think like if we going back to Unchained, I think they did really well with that because they they kind yeah. of captured the idea of it, but they. They modernized it and they added a little bit more of, um, you know, what do you call it? Uh, just 
just applied a bit of science to it a bit more. Yeah. So uh, it, it comes across as a lot more, you know, plausible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is very cartoony. I mean, you got you got this kind of cartoonish octopus anyway, and uh, and you got Superman hurling this. So yeah, pretty fun. Yeah. But then with with the severed tentacles, I'm assuming, then it's still able to shoot these vibrating harpoons and, and that kind of um, pins Superman up against yeah. uh, the back. <laughs> um, you know, this Octo submarine is, uh, you know, Lois goes up to get an eyewitness report. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Perry's like, what the hell, stop it. And she's like, well, you need to take someone who will fly a helicopter, at least like Miko. And she's like, I knew you'd see it my way. So they both go off. Yeah. While Superman's pinned on Mooney Island. And, um, we don't get, uh, do we get the, we don't get a sense yet. It comes a bit later, I guess. Um, so his, his cape's not indestructible, but their, no. their vibrations have like a super suction, these harpoons. That yeah. Are, which is like, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> But I mean, like, the, yeah. Sorry, I was just gonna say the subs piloted by foreign agents of some foreign power. Of, but of, go on, it has to be foreign agents. It can't be, you know, local crew. But um, yeah. yeah, I was just oh, I lost it. But um, don't worry, we'll, we'll get back to it. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know it's a bit crazy at the moment. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, sorry, that wasn't what I was gonna say. Um. We don't get a sense of it. Like it, it, we'll see later on what happens. But as you mentioned, Connor, when he flies off to Mooney Island, he gets zapped by something, um, which plays a part. Um, I guess in the next phase of adventure, I guess in this at the moment he's he's still mm. I think he's still pretty calm. But we'll see that he he yeah. kind of changes his tune. Um, he's he's stuck to a lighthouse, and he's then he starts yeah. reminiscing about how he got how he <sighs> came here. This was funny as well. Then the military starts. They're like, "Oh, look! You know, our intelligence reports say they're going to hit there." Yep. And Superman, it's like he's thinking back, and he's like, "Why the hell didn't they tell me? I've saved this damn country and planet for like, you yep. know, why aren't they telling oh. me what they're doing here?" Uh- <laughs> oh yeah. But before that, though, I mean, it's it's done in such a, I guess, an innocent way. Uh, what do you go? Uh, Superman recalls it struck me as an odd thing that Washington would worry about. Like that. Then they come up with a phony story. And this officers of generals are going, they're uh, after the fortune in uh, Beryl's <laughs> like, man, that is so bloody obvious that you... Yeah, he didn't, he didn't prep anything. Like, no, like, yeah. He's just like, oh, yeah, there's treasure there, Superman. Yeah. Um, it's like the worst excuse. It is the up. worst. Um. It is. Um, so that was... I had to, had to laugh at that. That was so funny. Because, I don't, again, the innocence back in the day in 78, you've got to... I'm assuming things were just signposted a lot more. Um, so they made it blatantly obvious to the reader that this general was lying to Superman. But it doesn't... I don't know if, if they were signposted this much. Maybe, maybe it was. Because maybe, maybe it's been yeah. a while since I've read like a non-78 Superman comic. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Well, um, yeah. Not as subtle. It's like... Yeah. He even adds, like, uh, according to legend. <laughs> exactly. Like, why would the military say anything like this? You know, yeah. It's just so stupid. And they set up a base there. Yeah. It's just... and, uh, and, then, and then he kind of, he kind of um, you know, steadies himself. We want you to stop them. <laughs> After that. After blubbering, you know, one word yeah. balloon, he's like... <laughs> That's funny. Um, but, yeah, but this, set, as you said, it sets Superman off. Um, and he does get angry... 
you know, some kind of moron. He, he he's um he's not really. I mean, it says it in the word caption as well. Um, do you get the feeling, anxious ones, that Superman is acting uncharacteristically hostile? So, it, it, to be honest, yeah. without that speech bubble, I wouldn't have thought. It was oh, out of well, actually, I was about to say again, with that, that speech bubble, it really does help. Like, it really does prod that idea, just in, in case you didn't pick up that he's not just angry, but he's a little out of character. Sorry. Because they came a couple of years later, but we've read those those Mongol ones where he's like chomping at the bit, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's true. Really like cranky, like so. Yeah. I mean, I, when I saw this, I'm like, I didn't think it, no. until yeah, until the speech I pointed out, I thought he was just being like normal, sort of you know, pissed off. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But for, uh, for sure, um, and and later on though, but I guess it hammers that point home later. Yeah, um, with the with the helicopter and such. So yeah, um, he's trying to. He can't really control himself, like his powers. So mm. he's like he's a bit more amped up than usual. Like he goes to save Lois and Perry, and then he ends up accidentally crushing. He overshoots uh, to catch them, and then he ends up crushing the helicopter, and they, you know, burst out like a couple of seeds or whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, shit. So yeah. he uses his super breath to sort of slow their descent. Um, which I think something for an agents. Yeah. Oh, and again, which I think is um, again. So you see displays of him, uh, although he has lost slight control, it is still pretty impressive that he can use his breath to cushion them. So that's um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty fun. But yeah, he's, so, like, he's making fun of the the agents as well. Like he's yeah, <laughs> like so. Man, do you feel all right? Like again, without that speech bubble, I thought you know he's just being normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so then he he tears into the lighthouse. He's like, this is a phony thing, you know. Yeah. What's the government hiding here? So he goes in, he and, marches in there. And sorry, and and uh, not before Lois says, it isn't like him to be so arrogant. So we're again kind of, <laughs> we're, we're seeing these things unfold. Uh, but yeah, he breaks in. Uh, I thought yeah. you would have loved this, Connor, a reference to one of your other favourites, Star Wars. Oh, yeah, it's, just like, <laughs> it's like a set from Star Wars. It's like, you know... <laughs> After 1977, in 1978, there was just references to Star Wars all oh, across comics. Like, <laughs> yeah, I reckon there probably would have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not the first time I've noticed. Like, yeah, um, that would have been like such an. Am- yeah, sorry. I was about to say that that would have been just such an amazing. Like, can you imagine living at that time and being just blown away by that yeah. movie, Star Wars? Like, yeah, that, that movie. I think that movie I was reading, and that movie I think has had an even bigger impact than initial because like yeah that movie's famous for sort of using the joseph campbell hero's journey Mm -hmm. it's not really a formula but he puts it into a formula but like yeah he doesn't make up this idea he just points out the similarity between storytelling across cultures and you know sort of forms this loose structure Mm -hmm. and everyone think george lucas based it off that structure but i think it was just a coincidence but he became a huge fan afterwards but then hollywood noticed it and started using that structure and star wars for all their blockbusters yeah that right forward, yeah. which is why before star wars you did not have these types of blockbusters yeah right yep they weren't a thing and then after that yep. even to today we see it in our superhero movies yeah absolutely you know? yeah i mean uh, but but also as well i mean just a cutting edge technology back in the day oh which, totally oh just... yeah that, that's not the only thing yeah 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 but i mean yeah. but the combination of all this sort of stuff i mean but just, you know, 
experiencing that in a cinema with yeah. you know those spaceships going you know, the underside of the spaceship and you know that all that sort yeah, of stuff yeah. lightsabers amazing anyway yeah a lot of it still looks good oh um, it does absolutely not it's, all of it but like you know I, yeah i remember i watched like the touched up blu-rays of the original trilogy mm-hmm. and overall i think it held up better than the prequels okay um yeah because the way they utilize you know practical effects and all that stuff mm-hmm. um i think it's just aged a bit better yeah nice I mean, there's some parts that haven't aged as well as the prequels, you know. But, yeah, um, yeah. Remember, I was shocked watching the opening of Revenge of the Sith, and I'm like, this is a PS4 game? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so he sees this laser defense system for the oh, world. Oh, my gosh. So... Uh, or for, for America, sorry. So if, uh, it's designed to defend the U.S. from laser warfare from outer space. And Superman is like, you know, why wasn't I told about this? I had a right to know. That's <laughs> really. Oh my god, I laughed so much at that bottom right panel. Um, he, oh, which one? He's like, how could they keep this a secret from me? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I thought that was the funniest facial expression. It reminded me of that there's that image, that panel. I don't know what code you're from, but it's pretty much that same expression. And the guy's going, everyone is stupid. Everyone but me. Like, it's, just, <laughs> it's like got that real face. It's got that me- meme quality. Yeah. Yeah. Really made me laugh. Um, yeah. And, you know, the be- how can they keep the secret? The man who single handedly defended this country for years. Those miserable ingrates, how dare they? Yeah. He's really, um, really working on himself here, like in his head. Like, I, I know he's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know he's kind of been affected by something, but. I mean, yeah. this is this is a result of it. He basically just comes to assumptions, the anger, the rage. Um, yeah, yeah. And then we get so we get uh, we go to Hans's gym where the parasites just working on a bag. Um, <laughs> this guy, no one, no one seems to know that he's there. Like he was in a rooftop. This guy is purple and he's in green undies and he's walking around. He looks like a ghoul. Yeah, he does. He does look like more of a ghoul there. I mean, we talked about how. Like, he looks human on the cover and stuff. Not on the cover, but, like, a, in yeah. some of these parts. But in other parts, like, Kurtzman does draw him. Like, he does have a really inhuman quality mm. to it, outside of, like, you know, having purple skin. Yeah. Um, and is he yeah. is he super strong? I mean, he busts that bag, right? So I, I don't know what's going on. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> just, a, just effect, I think. Probably just effect. Um, ha, ha, ha. But, like, the thing is, like, I hate this trope where they trash the bag. Yeah. Because that happens a lot. It's oh, it, like, it does? Oh. I, I feel like it does. It's like, you can't... Like, once you trash that bag, it's like... Yeah. You know, it'd be really tedious to fix. Yes. You have to put the sand back in, you have to take it off, you have to get a new bag, and they always do it. Yes. Like, stop stop abusing your equipment like that. I know. Um, well, you know, he's, he doesn't care. He's gone to some gym. Apparently, he's a member, <laughs> or he's, or he's yeah. broken in. They just let him do his thing. Um, but yeah, he, he's having chuckles and, and it's kind of like, I guess, again, we, we get a little bit of, uh, explanation. So he, he has zapped Superman, uh, and he's got the power of a God. Uh, what does he say? But, um, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. And so his, his intent is to, again, this whole thing about making people stronger, he'll make Superman super, super strong. He'll get drunk with power. This is, this is his, um... His tactic. <laughs> yeah. And he'll kill himself in the attempt. Um, uh, yeah, very dastardly, uh, 
I think a very flawed plan, but but yeah, um, but fair enough. Good on you, Parasite. I mean, yeah. yeah, I guess we don't see how the plan plays out. Maybe yeah. it'll make a bit more sense in the next issue. Um, but like the <laughs> the government, the soldiers come in and they're like, "Free Superman!" Yeah, you know, for illegal entry into a restricted area of federal territory and destruction of government property, you're under arrest. Uh, yeah, hold your breath, readers, for the explosion of rage that's sure to follow in our next issue. Don't miss the power pack showdown between the Man of Steel. And Man of Steel, as in theft. Oh, uh, my God. As Superman God. discovers that he's too strong to survive in Superman 321 <laughs> on sale, second week in December. What? So that's weird. So... This apparently this came out in February. February. I was saying it's on mm. sale in this... I mean, I know, like, some of these are monthly, but... They I mean, must... Come on, they're not, like, seven monthly. Yeah, um... yeah, that's a bit weird. I don't... Yeah. That is a bit weird. Uh, maybe oh. I'm going to go to three twenty right now. Maybe I think I think it didn't. I reckon maybe when they did this, they probably didn't know when they were going to release the story, perhaps, and yeah, uh, it got Next changed. March. Yeah, it got changed, and they couldn't be bothered fixing it, or they didn't uh, too late. Um, so it happens uh, sometimes, even with podcasting, <laughs> you know. Put, yeah. in, put in the wrong episode number or, or whatever, or assume that the next episode will be this, but then you end up recording another episode in between. Get to add a whack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at the. I'm just skimming through the next issue. Oh, you got, um, you got yeah. How are you reading yours? Like, is your? I can't. Well, I had to. I had to go on a. You know, I, yeah, I, I had to do as well. Yeah, yeah. Because this isn't reprinted anywhere. No, and it's not on digital, um, not on comics. I was, you know, every every time we suggest something for the show, I make it a, a point to try and, you know, with the old comics at least, to try and get a digital version. Yeah, listeners, like we always, yeah, you know, we always purchase or whatever yeah. what we can. Um, but like this is, you know, impossible unless you want to dig up an old copy off eBay, you know? Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Because um, they haven't, it hasn't been reprinted or collected in anything, yeah. so. And in Comixology, I think it jumps from like 300 to 346, so it just totally misses a whole chunk of, uh, of around this era. But anyway, um, so you're, you're checking out the next issue, eh? Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't have this. An expression as funny as um, this one. That one. So that that was issue three twenty. Mm. Uh, you know, it was it's all right. Like I mean, I had some funny worries. I wasn't uh, big on like the octopus thing, and obviously nah. jumping in the middle of something is always going to be a bit. Yeah. Um, it was. It's actually. It was actually more fun discussing it, laughing with someone, <laughs> um, yeah. as we as we go through it, rather than yeah, just reading it um, by yourself. Uh, so hopefully, listeners, if you do procure a copy somehow, uh, if you read along whilst listening to us, maybe that will help. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't. There was nothing special. Uh, it had a few interesting ideas, uh, but the art was a, the main seller for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I can't even find this issue on eBay. <laughs> at all like, uh, it's I just can't find it. um, oh wait wait uh, I can find a $6.83 American from the oh. USA okay uh, $48 postage <laughs> oh yeah this is this is the the things we have to deal with in this uh, down under so yeah yeah, yeah post, post can be real crazy here so mm-hmm. 
Um, so, next time. Oh, yeah. Uh, what are we, gonna, are we doing next time? Well, hang on, are we going to rate this? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll give it six almond grundies out of ten. Yeah, very good. I was about to say, I'm six. It's not terrible. Um, it's definitely not, you know, upper echelon of any yeah. writing. It's just one of your stock standards, right? It's, it's something that you'd read if you were collecting during the time and this, you know, there was a run of issues that you collected. This was just one of them that you kind of went through yeah. each month that didn't really, didn't have any big stakes to it. Um, it was just an enjoyable enjoyable read but at the same time uh i think it lacked a li- just a little bit of flair um yeah i mean up- i i don't want to rate it low because we don't have the full arc yeah fair know. enough yeah no fair enough um, yeah i mean does, so. yeah and, and unless you're a, a fan of solomon grundy or parasite you may find this a little bit just kind of you know middle of the road but yeah I, i'd give it a six as well so um, yeah. yeah six uh prisms Power prisms mm. out of ten. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what 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 are we doing next time? Uh, next time we're gonna. I don't, um. Uh, we'll hold your hats. Hold on to your hats, listeners. Um. We can pick up another. It will be an, an arc, Connor. I'm not too sure what. Yeah. Um, next time will be another rape. Yes, another rape. Yeah. So, um, I might jump. I might jump a few decades. You know. I, try to do something a bit different uh but we'll see we'll see what we can come up with uh, yeah. but yeah stay tuned it, yeah it will, it will be a more of a complete story so all right so uh until next time uh, see you next cruise day <laughs> and um yeah watch out for those vib- vibrating harpoons <laughs> all right peace see ya Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.